Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for me, because I'm back from Vegas, and for the Coyotes, because that loss will stand for them. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters and Craig Morgan. We're we're starting before 11 p.m. It's a good start. Uh, initial takeaways from this one. I just woke up. So what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I am. I, I, Craig, whatever pull you have with commissioner Batman, let's get on it because this late night stuff, get the time zone change, call the government, call somebody. Let's get back on Pacific time zone, buddy. This is a tough one. And apparently the coyotes have not yet adjusted to the time zone. Buddy, I'm lobbying to get on Hawaii time zone at this point so we can get an earlier start time. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, this Does this brutal. get late? Yeah. Yeah. The really said, you, you know what? This goes, it, it is still, I, I have to go back and check because we had talked about this last time. They went to the, the Pacific time zone and they have a tough time in the Pacific time zone. They just can't win in the Pacific time zone. I don't know what they need to do, but they can't win. Um, this one was was a disaster pretty much from beginning to end. I, I thought their puck management was horrific in the first 10 minutes. Uh, again, we've talked about their ability to throw pucks in the middle of the ice like no other team in the National Hockey League and just give the, the game away. If not for Vimelka in the first, this thing could have got out of hand in a hurry. Um, the, their, their turnovers continue right till the final buzzer. They, they, they really struggled um, to manage the puck. It was a tough game. They got uh, Vegas's offense uh, healthy for the first time in a long time. Vegas in his past seven home, home games hadn't scored more than two goals in a game. And they had had a lot of shot attempts, which they got again tonight. We were talking about this after the first period. Good Lord. Yeah. But in the in their previous two home games, they had 72 and 76 shot attempts. And they scored two goals tonight. Offensive <laughs> explosion in the third period. And this is a team that really hadn't been playing that well lately. Vegas was nine, nine and one in its past 10 games coming or past 19 games coming into this and scuffling a little bit, especially at home. They hadn't been playing well. Well, here come the coyotes. Uh, and you mentioned they haven't played well in the Pacific division. Well, Arizona is one, eight in three in its past 12 game uh, road games now. So really starting to struggle on the road as well, guys. Yeah, and these are the ones that Vimelka bails them out on, and you can only do so much. And it's funny because, Craig, we've talked about 
one of the things that Vimalka, I don't want to say has trouble with, because it's every goal in the league has trouble with, and you hear it all the time, is get shots from the point with traffic in front and, and tips and screens are a challenge. And and you could see that tonight. It started with the power play on Stone and the last goal by Amadio. I mean, it's it's difficult. You can't stop what you can't see. And this just, it almost wasn't fair for Vimalka. I mean, it, the Keller throws it away on the power play. Chikrin throws it away five on five. I mean, it, they, they just did it to themselves again. And, you know, it, it's it's a better team. Vegas is first place in, in in the Western Conference right now. And I know they're struggling, Greg, but but this is still a much better, faster, stronger. They're a better team. And you, you look, that's a team without White Cloud, who's a, he's a good right-handed defenseman for them. It's a team without Eichel. Laner's not going to play all season. I mean, this is... Oh boy, this I think this is what you would expect against the you know the, the Vegas Golden Knights. She says it's hard because we've seen the Coyotes play so much better over the last week that we just expected it to be that kind of game. I think. Yeah, let's uh, let's dive into the numbers on this one because there's a lot to unpack here. Um, obviously, the the shots on goal are one thing. We we know this one. We've seen this before. Outshot, except for apparently I missed it the other night. They outshot um, Montreal, but. Um, Coyotes 0 for 2 on the power play. What you don't get to see there is that Vegas scored shorthanded. And then Vegas 2 for 4 on their power play, 50%. So pick your poison, which was worse tonight, the Coyotes power play or the Coyotes penalty kill. And then this bottom row here, shot attempts. We talked about this already, but Vegas 71 total shot attempts to the Arizona Coyotes 49 and to break that down a little bit after one period the shot attempts were 37 vegas to nine arizona and then after two periods cumulatively it was 53 to 28 vegas in shot attempts so a lot to unpack here let's let's start let's stick on shot attempts for a second. Yeah, I, that's unbelievable well the funny thing is it's still one one after two periods right I know. So, they're, so they're right there and, and you mentioned the special teams that that outscored the coyotes 3-0 that's the difference of the game their their special teams have really taken a dive I, I thought the power the penalty kill for a little while had stabilized a little bit but it's not getting it done. They're not getting it done on special teams and again as we've said with this team a million times if if their special teams aren't playing well, they're really going to struggle to have any kind of success because they're not, for the most part, a great five-on-five team. Yeah, and you, you talked about the special teams for sure. They'd killed, you know, in four of the last five games, they killed all the penalties that they had, and and you finally thought that was back on track, and tonight it struggled a little bit. And the power play, I mean, it's one thing when they're not getting, you know, goals, but they've been getting opportunities to be able to move the puck, and tonight it just didn't feel like that at all. It just didn't feel like the power play was clicking. Um, the shot attempts, good grief. I mean, that first period was so lopsided. That I don't think the Zamboni went into the Coyotes zone between <laughs> the first and the second. Like they they had no possession offensive zone time at all. It was all Vegas. It was uh you know, it's tough getting into the Christmas break, and you got LA coming up too. And LA is a good hockey team that plays hard. We'll just see what that what happens well, at the right? moment. Yeah, LA's and, and well then, too. then you get the the couple of days off, and then it gets harder. So, this was one you just wanted to see them compete. Um, and I don't know if I don't know if they didn't compete or they just up against a much better team. And maybe that was just it. It was just Vegas just had it clicking tonight. Speaking and, and of the ba- Christmas break, did you not get the memo, PD, that you had to have a Christmas tree? Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on, buddy. Uh, Freaking humbug, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> PD is the Grinch personified. <laughs> no, I, I got, we've got so much. I liked yesterday. Too. 
I listened to your the audio show you guys did yesterday, and I like that you were going to rebrand it to Two Grumpy Men Podcast <laughs> when, when <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, probably, very apropos. Although I will say this, when Craig and I do the podcast together, by 7 a.m., we're up and we're buzzing. And That's we should, true. Yeah, it's all, it's to, done and dusted by 6.45. I can get to bed at a reasonable 8.30 p.m. on those <laughs> Tom, days. Thomas said, Petey and I are both Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> but just no. wait. And we'll we'll talk a little more Christmas in a little bit because the in-laws arrive. Oh, Come buddy, on. save it, save it for the audio pod. Yeah, we're gonna we go. go all, we're gonna talk all about Christmas. <laughs> we have another audio pod. Yes, we don't. <laughs> Petey doesn't read any of our texts. That's all. Do we have uh, another one? We do. Yes. Tomorrow. You don't have to be on it if you don't want to. I didn't know. I Scrooge. Yeah, well, we can talk about it. <laughs> there's a great quote from my mother-in-law. That'll be the tease to the thing that my mother-in-law on getting from Des Moines to here. So we'll talk about it. <laughs> when are we all doing right. this? Okay. I better, I don't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right. Well, well, let's also talk about one of the ways the Coyotes were in the box tonight. And that was their ninth too many men on the ice penalty of the season. And Craig, you uh, reached out to NHL stats and tweeted this out tonight entering all tonight all teams with five or more too many men penalties this season arizona was leading that group um with eight now nine minnesota anaheim nashville ottawa and vancouver also on that list and what do all those teams have in common they're not very good (laughs) (laughs) exactly like maybe the wild don't the wild the wild is sneaking into a playoff spot well they beat anaheim tonight let me ask you about this pd you you've you've been around coaches all right and i asked andre about this when i was talking about the 11-7 formation and i know there are a lot of people in the discord today assuming that that's the problem that it's because they're going with 11 forwards and seven defensemen so it's creating confusion on the shift shift andre indicated to me that's not the issue he's not to tell me what the issue is though uh, but you've been around bitches. What can happen in those situations? What are the other potential variables at play here? But, well, yeah, and you go back, you have to remember, do you remember the one where Keller got the too many men on the ice in overtime? He is trying to stop a defensive play. Had nothing to do with 11 and 7 or turn whatever. He was trying to get on the ice and the, the opponents were on a rush against, he wanted to get out on the ice early. That's all that was. And that happens too. You want to defend the play. You're, you're concerned about giving up goals. So that can happen today. It's confusion. And, and I, I think someone brought it up in the in the members only discord that it's time to start going back to the video. And I think that may have to be what we do here, because on, on this particular play, it's a four check. Coyotes dump the puck in. It's Fisher, uh, Richie and Hayton are on the ice. The three forwards are on the ice when they dump the puck in Hayton cuts across the top of the circles and he looks like he's going toward the bench. And unfortunately, the camera doesn't follow him, but he doesn't leave the ice. He just goes towards the bench to cover um, that far wall. Well, when he gets to the far wall, McBain jumps on. Well, Keller doesn't, or can I Keller, excuse me, Hayton doesn't come off. Yeah. So it's McBain's jumping early for the player he's supposed to go on for. And a lot of the accountability, I know it's always the coaches, the coaches, the coaches. The coach's responsibility is to tell what players are up next. You guys right. are up next. And then amongst the line, what they do, and here's, sometimes it'll go, I got this guy, meaning I've got McBain, or McBain has Hayton, or... Sometimes they go, I got the first guy. I got the second guy. And, and there are situations, one or the other, but you need to know who you have. And in that situation, I'm sure McBain had Hayton, and he thought Hayton was coming to the bench, and he jumped over the ice to defend. And it wasn't, like, close. It wasn't like there were two guys by the bench. They played with six guys. And yeah. you got to make sure, right? That's on, yeah. that's on Jack McBain to make sure he's coming off the ice. 
So it does go a young mistake, right? Brushed off on the coaches a lot, but honestly, yeah. more often than not, it's the player and there is confusion at the bench. And do I think the 11 seven can cause confusion? I do. I do think that can cause confusion on who's up next, because if Keller's supposed to go with Smolch and, and Boyd, but then he's also supposed to go with, you know, Cassie and, and Richie. Yeah, there could be some confusion, um, but I, I don't think that's fair to blame that on the 11 seven. Yeah, there's been a, a lot of talk about that. And, and luckily for the Coyotes tonight on that too many men call, Veggie came up with a, a huge save. And then unfortunately, Vegas did capitalize on that one. But Veggie did keep them in it, I would say, all game until the until the third period. And it wasn't quite Veggie's fault. I mean, you can't have, I think in the third period, it was something like seven odd man rushes for Vegas on the night. And you just you can't expect to win games like that. You can't expect to win games and have two against on the penalty kill. You can't win having shorthanded goals scored against you. You can't win with odd man rushes with dumb bench minors. So it just, nothing was in the odds were not in the coyotes favor. They were in Vegas. It's all about odds It is, <laughs> and so gambling. And the, I know this is what I learned. This is my takeaway. I know. That was your three days in Vegas to do. Yeah. And I'm a little upset you guys, because the over definitely hit in this game tonight. And I was at the Vegas game the other night and I bet the over. It was my first time like placing a bet at an actual sports oh, book. Yeah. Um, and the over did not hit. Um, um and it hit tonight. So I'm I'm a little salty about that. Um, but you know, you win some, you lose some, and just same for the coyotes tonight. You win some, you lose some. I will say though, on Monday, uh, another thing that was frustrating in Vegas is I couldn't place a player prop bet in vegas for some reason on nhl um so i texted sean and i said please bet on tage thompson like just so i can live vicariously through you and he did and it paid off and there you there you have it so what hope and he and i listened to the show he didn't give me credit i'm sure he would have done it anyway um but it, it's so fun to bet on player props on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And uh, if you bet on Yusuf Alamaki, anytime goal score tonight, I probably would have cracked, <laughs> cashed yeah. in big because he's not sure always leading that leading that charge. But if you want to win some money on DraftKings, you can definitely do so. I missed DraftKings uh, props when I was in Vegas, but now I'm back so I can use it again. Download this DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with the code PHNX. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And speaking of coming back from Vegas, I need to lay off the liquor for a little bit. So I'm probably not going to drink for oh, peace. Boy here for a little but you know christmas is right around the corner i'll probably uh break out some four peaks for that maybe put maybe put a few four peaks in people's stockings that's a great stocking oh not a bad idea i just filled up my beer fridge today with the rattler red the rattler for the in-laws actually it's for me because of the in-laws in in laws are coming to town town. (laughs) you better watch out you better i'm gonna watch out um and (laughs) if you uh still need a gift idea it's christmas is a couple days away hanukkah is happening right now if you're thinking oh shit i need a gift idea give the gift of tickets to the phnx inaugural tea party i get that i mean great idea for the golf fan in your life, um, the PHNX fan, the fan of fun events with food and 
uh, a golfing range. And the Dobson Ranch Golf Course is unlike anywhere I've ever been. Um, you'll, you'll have to go to see and believe. But join us at the inaugural PHNX Tea Party presented by Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. We're renting out the entire driving range. Come hang with Big Drive Energy, the PHNX crew, and fellow diehards for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests, prizes, and more. That's my kind of night. That's It's January 13th at 5.30 by the way. And the PHNX Suns crew will be hosting a watch party for the Suns versus the Timberwolves. Four Peaks will be out there providing beer samples and swag. Beer samples and swag. Sign me up. What else do you need? Literally nothing. Check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now. And for our diehards, check Discord for your special link where you will save up to 20% on this awesome event. So we hope to see you all out there. Well, we've talked a lot about what what went wrong for the Coyotes tonight, and uh, let's go over Petey's keys and see oh. how uh, how they how stacked they, up. How did they do? <laughs> Keep up the kill. Well, the Yotes killed 14 in the last 16, four in the last five games. <laughs> eh, that one didn't pay off. Stars keep shining, Smaltz and Chicken. Or Keller. Schmaltz, no. Schmaltz uh, had an assist got on, a the, point Fisher on the Fisher goal. Yeah, so, but, he, but, so he keeps the streak going up four. Yeah. But not enough. And Veggie again, and it had to be Veggie. Veggie, he did all he could. It just wasn't enough. And Veg, like we said, Vegas is top 10 in shots per game. And it just overwhelmed them. Tonight. Oopsie. So didn't oopsie, hit the oopsie, today oopsie. Put one in I the feel, last column. I feel like we've talked a lot about negative things tonight. I'm going to put it out there. We each get to say one more negative thing, and then we get to talk about the positives for a few minutes. Any other negative comments? From this game, I know it was a not the best night, but I don't, I don't feel like I want to be negative anymore. Okay, let's be positive. <laughs> can we be? Well, can we talk about the gold helmet? Okay, Petey. So thank you for uh, being here. We're gonna move to the positive section now. <laughs> yeah. Good night, everybody. Yeah. The uh, yeah the gold helmets. This awful. is the positive time. Should the guy would you just get one? Feel like because they have metallic orange. Like I don't know what could they do. Because the Kings have the silver ones. The Knights have the gold ones. Like, no, could the Coyotes do something? Orange. No, metallic orange, isn't it? The me- metallic green from the green Kachina. Like, something? No. Why do you want that? I don't know. Why not? It, the metallic purple? It, the answer's in the uh, the description. Metallic. They don't have any metallic oh. colors in there. Palettes. So like, I get purple. it. Like, I Kings get it for it. Vegas, Vegas and LA. It. Yeah. Yeah. But... No, not I here. don't like it. I do no. not like it. I do not I like do green. Not. Do you like the gold helmets though? No, it's no. ridiculous. You don't. Oh man, See, not. I like them. I like do them. You? I do. Well, their jerseys shine, their helmets shine, whatever. It's Vegas. What do you want? And we got to, we haven't even talked about Le- Leah getting a chance to see the warm ups with the dancing girls behind the goal. Like, oh, that yeah. is like, talk about the best place to watch a hockey game in the National Hockey League. The Vegas experience, the mullet is awesome. But if you get a chance to go to T Mobile, that Vegas arena is unbelievable fun. It was very Vegas with, first of all, the slot machine winning noise every time yep. someone scores. Um, during the second intermission, they did like nightclub K N I G H T club where like all the lights were off and there was a DJ and it was a nightclub. Um, it, it was, it was very Vegas. Um, but Vegas lost that game. So wasn't as popping as I'm sure it was tonight. Um, people in the comments 
F those helmets, Thomas said. <laughs> Rob said they positively sucked. I like that you're trying to put a positive, positive. spin on it. Uh, Arut said, no, get rid of them all. Ooh, Nick suggested copper for Arizona. Copper, though. I'm not a, I'm not it's one it. of the five C's of Arizona. It is. it is. That's true. So that's a good thought, actually. That could Nick work. might have beyond to something. Copper, and they could come up with Kenny. another jersey, right? Can you throw copper? Come up yeah. with a copper jersey to go Yeah. With. I like it. Sure. I like it. Love it. Love it. All Talk right. Well, let, let's get into our uh, positive segment of tonight. I'm going to lead this. Let's start with Yusuf Alamaki, who scored his second goal of the season tonight on a great chance. He just saw the puck right in front of the net, grabbed it, shot it. It went in. You can see the smile on his face. Um, probably felt good for him. He's had a couple healthy scratches this season. Um, what did you guys think about that one? It's a goal. It's interesting because he gets in on the forecheck. It's a goal. It's a goal. That's pretty much where I was going with Petey. That's where Petey gets paid the big bucks for Uh, analysis. But, but Craig, what was the goalie doing? Reverse VH. Reverse VH on his knees. I was wondering if you were going to go here. Jerry Jerry Cheevers would have hit him right in 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 the Boston wheel. Like, stand up. I'm so goddamn tired of goalies on their knees below the goal. I don't get it. I don't get it. I know Corey Schwab and I'll have to go at it again because he said, are you still down on the RVH? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) When we're working on the veggie story. But you know what? Bellamaki, he started off really strong this season. I I, I thought he was playing extremely well, and I thought he took a – it was good for him to take a game and and get a chance to watch from upstairs. So he's a guy that's going to be – he's young. He's young. He's still going to be up and down, but I I, I think – it's a huge goal at the right time for him. Yeah. He's in on the, the forecheck. At the same time, you look at the minutes, they're playing seven defensemen and he had the fewest minutes. So that tells you that they're, they're really spotting him right where they want to see him in the lineup. Uh, so some things to work on in his game clearly, but like you said, he's young and they took a flyer. They, they can afford to do this sort of thing through the waiver wire because they're rebuilding. They're not and you talk trying about to win. You <laughs> they, about this. they haven't been. And Craig, I I, I know we, we were supposed to purge the negative, but but we're talking about defensemen that had the least amount of ice time. Let's go to the one that had the most, and that's Jacob Chikrin, who we've always saying is on his way up. He's doing all these great things. He's on defending it. Tonight was tough for him. This yep, is the first time he's minus three tonight, and he didn't have that same jump that he's had. He didn't have that same snap of the puck that he's had. He didn't look like the same Jacob Chikrin we've seen through the first few games for him back from his injury. Um, Yeah, he didn't have it tonight. He he. He, I don't think he defended as well. He clearly didn't manage the pucks well, and he didn't shoot as well. So, um, I, I think that was a that was a tough game for him. Hopefully, he can shake it off and get right back on on the horse on on Friday back at the mullet. But that was a tough game for Jacob yeah. Chikrin. T- t- tough for Chikrin, tough for Keller, uh, who got elbowed in the nose, was leaking on the ice. I also had that turnover. I know we were supposed to go into positive zone, but just had to and mention two that penalties. Too. Yeah, one of which led to a power play goal. Yep. Whoops. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about friend positive of, again. Yeah, let's talk about friend of the program, Christian of the Fisher. Program. Christian Fisher, who somebody in the chat pointed out, just I think ten days or so after walking and talking, somebody the pattern said, continues. You I go, said ten days. You do walk and talking, you go, ooh, and then boom, boom, take off. Yep. It was a hat trick for Keller, and now Fisher with two points. 
Somebody Absolutely. Said. So Christian Fisher, great night from him. Obviously had the assist on that. Valimaki just a goal goal, <laughs> but also scored his own goal in the third period. You know, kind of got them back in it. I mean, at that point it was 3-2 and, and they could have stormed back and, and tied it maybe. I mean, we'll, we'll see. But at least gave them that boost that they needed. And uh, Christian Fisher did all that. And that is why he is tonight's DraftKings king of the game. One goal, one assist, two shots, plus two for Fish tonight. So, Well, one thing about Leah, I want, I want to talk about Fisher's goal too because this is an area where – you know, Fisher is, is supposed to be the guy that's good around the blue paint and good around the crease, and he's supposed to be a guy that can help add offense there. That's where he gets to the net. He's a bigger guy. He's really struggled to score goals from that area over the last few seasons. He, he's he's rang him off post. He's banged him into the goalie. He shot him wide from there. He's really had a hard time putting things into the net that tight today. He did, and, and if you get a chance to watch the replay on that, one thing that I think you'll notice that he did, and I think Tyson mentioned it briefly too, is he chokes up on the stick. So his top hand drops way down on the stick, so it shortens the stick up. That's how you're able to make plays in tight. You watch really good goal scores. Like you watch McDavid and Crosby, and those guys shorten their stick up when they get in tight, and Christian Fisher did that. And sometimes you should see him like this with his top hand, and he's in tight, and he can't make those moves in those tight spaces because your hands are too far apart. So he slides the hand down. He's able to make that goal. That was a really good, really, really um, skilled play by Christian Fisher. And his sixth goal of the season. So he's he's been productive. He's doing what he set out to do this year, and he's definitely having a way better year than he did last year. And he's, you know, we t- you mentioned this, I think, on the audio show yesterday, PD, but just about how the, this team doesn't feel like a last place team. I mean, they're obviously not in last, but because, you know, they play for each other, they they like each other. And I feel like Christian Fisher is a huge part of that in the locker room as well. You know, it's not just about on the ice. It's it's that piece too. And that's invaluable. And there was chatter. And, and I, don't, I think partly it was joking because every time someone does well in the Coyotes, people, the fans joke, should we trade him? You know, <laughs> like blow it all up. Um, and there was a little bit of joking about that in, in the Discord tonight. Um, but, you know, it's some things are more valuable than stats on a stat sheet you know is craig still here is it i don't know like, craig do you want to go to bed pete and i, I can wrap like a this screen up shaver. I, I got this craig. <laughs> i like craig's craig's i do like the sweatshirt but i want we'll, we're going to talk about that in a minute too because i got a thing about that about the script thing but but i think you're right leah fish brings so much more to this team and he always has and he is we talked about it at thanksgiving he's the gravy that pulls everything together like he is He's a leader on this team off the ice too. He's he's part of that core group. Then he's he's a proud coyote and he wants to be here. We talked about Lawson Cross, so that same thing. So yeah, I think there is you, you know, you you see guys pulling for each other. And unfortunately for Bill Armstrong, that's probably why this team's got a few more wins than they thought they would. And they're not in the Bedard sweepstakes right now because of that. Because of their ability to pull together and play as a team and, you know, us against the world mentality. And and Andre's added that whole group together and they're going to have a hard time getting 32nd. And I don't know if that was the plan, but that's the way it is. Not with the Blackhawks not even trying anymore. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That's yeah. I don't Yikes. So, uh, bad team. Leah, can I talk about Craig's sweatshirt? Sure. Did, did you see what Craig's wearing? Yes. It's, it's a refresh. Okay. Yeah. So who else ordered one of those? You. Well, yeah. Who and gets me. theirs? And who gets theirs first? Craig. Of course, Craig. I haven't gotten mine yet. Well, no, I don't either. But Craig gets his. 
<laughs> is there some confusion about this? Conspiracy? Is this re- it's in Craig's contract that he needs yeah. to receive all merch in Seriously. advance. Seriously, I think they got it. They go, oh my goodness, this is Craig's order. Craig ordered something. Let's get it to Craig. <laughs> Did you guys get the PHNX leather jacket yet? No. Yeah. No, you oh seen that my jacket. God. He's got a bathrobe. The engraved like PHNX yeah. employee of the month. <laughs> He that's, does. His whole hallway is employee of the month in PHNX ever since we started. And like, that's not even a thing we have. He just elects no, himself. he just has them. And then, and then the, to get it engraved is somehow in his contract and he doesn't have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. For the 13th time in a row, Craig Morgan is. And, and JMT also said Craig's contract also includes Nutter Butter. Nutter You're not Butter. wrong. You're not wrong about know. that. Pellegrino, Nutter have Butter. Have you seen my frame copy of me on, on the cover of Time magazine, too? <laughs> the, the painted photo of you above your fireplace. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. The three by five foot picture of Craig on a Man of the year. screen rug <laughs> right above oh the fireplace. Oh, my God. Craig yeah. in his PHNX robe sipping Pellegrino. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. it. I bet he's got a robe with a hood like that, that it says PHNX on it, and he's got his name on it. I bet it says Craig. I'm sure it does. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Well, none of these things Sorry. exist in the PHNX locker. However, that sweatshirt does. It, does. Um, it might be a little too late to order in time for the holidays. For However, you can get a gift card to the PHNX locker. You can also give the gift of a diehard membership to the sports fan in your life. All of that is available right now in the PHNX locker and we talk about it all the time so many perks to being a diehard obviously 20% off merchandise a free shirt or hat every year uh, 20% off on events including that the tea party access to our diehard discord so become a diehard today and give the gift of a, becoming a diehard uh, to your loved ones as well and I know sorry I keep bringing up Vegas but I literally just got back today and I mentioned earlier that I couldn't place prop bets um, when I was in Vegas but luckily something that did work for me was underdog fantasy wow. and uh, I I really really wanted to have some interest in that game. So Sean and Shane and I did a three-person private draft on Underdog Fantasy um, on the spot. Literally, I said to Shane, let's do a draft. He sent the link to Sean, and a minute later, we were drafting. Uh, I unfortunately came in last. It's okay. Didn't have a great (laughs) weekend of making money in Vegas, but that's all right. Um, I think Sean ended up winning the Underdog Fantasy Craig, did you get that invitation to that draft? No, I didn't didn't either. Sorry. Must Sorry. Have been a, a Wi-Fi signal or something. <laughs> yeah. Probably one. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So, as they say in Canada. As long as we're talking about this, Leah. Wait. How much I, about I, Vegas do you actually remember? Well, don't undermine my ad read, Craig. Let me. <laughs> Let me finish this first. Still going here? Oh my god! I'm gonna kick you off. Uh, this feed because I am in control tonight. But like I said, <laughs> underdog fantasy, it was super fun, super easy to use. I only lost $3. It's okay. I also did the pick em game with all players in the Golden Knights Sabres game. Made it like for two teams. And I know Sean's a big Sabres fan. Like I didn't really have a rooting. Well, I kind of wanted Buffalo to win because I don't like Vegas, but didn't have a true rooting interest. It made it fun to cheer for higher or lowers uh, the ones I placed in the pick'em game. So you should head on over to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, sign up with the promo code PHNX and underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. That was the best part about me losing a couple bucks. It wasn't even my money. It was the money that underdog gave me. So check it out. Okay, Craig, 
you can now ask me about Las Vegas. <laughs> what do you remember? I remember the whole thing. I really didn't actually drink as much as it was made to seem, but it was my first time in Las Vegas. My hotel room looked at T-Mobile Arena, which was kind of funny wow. that I waved goodbye to it today and drove four and a half hours back to <laughs> be in my kitchen for the post-game show. But that means only a couple of possible did, resorts. Where'd you stay? Because Park MGM. Okay. Yeah. Did, did, Leah, did you see uh, blatantly asinine's comment? By the way. Uh, no, I did not. You probably needs to see that. Oh, thank you, blatantly asinine. I thought the post game show on Monday. I thought it was show. an amazing show. I listened. I thought it was a really great show. But thank you to Sean. But I but appreciate. It and I did see the comments also at the start of that show before I put it away of everyone in the comments saying i'm leah <laughs> we're all leah that was funny it was funny though. <laughs> I will say this: leah does do the the i don't know what you call it the show run i guess where you write everything up and yeah. Start, yeah several times that she's given it to me and this time to sean it did say i'm leah it did <laughs> copy so sean was just well if, he was told. if sean had uh read ahead then he would have changed it but that's okay no i really i really thought vegas was cool uh, everyone says the strip's way bigger than you think and it was like way bigger i walked three miles the first day my legs are literally sore for how from how much i walked yesterday um saw a ton i did win money on a slot i won 43 dollars on a slot the machine slot. uh not the panda slot it was like a little uh spicy pepper <laughs> I, don't know. I don't even know how to handle that no, um, but it was a lot of fun, and it was really cool to see an NHL game in another building, like we already talked about. And the other thing I want to say um, about Vegas is I could not believe how many Golden Knights everything was everywhere. Like Golden Knights yeah. decals on the windows, Golden Knights license plates, merchandise. In my hotel, there was a, a Golden Knights store, and I know it's like the closest hotel to the arena. But like a Golden Knight store, and we talked about the vision a lot for what the TED can be and how you expect, you know, the retail and the and the restaurants and the shops to have that same energy of like the Coyotes decals in the window and the Coyotes flags. I really got that in Vegas. Um, it was really cool. And this is a weekend I was there. The Raiders played on Sunday and then the Golden Knights played on Monday. I was there both days. And there was way more, I felt, buzz and representation for the Golden Knights than the Raiders. And I know you know, the Raiders just moved there. Golden Knights have been there longer and is like their own team. But I just thought that was really cool. And, you know, it, it's a natural rivalry for the Coyotes to go against Vegas. And a lot of us here don't like Vegas. I don't. I, I, the Golden Knights, that is. Um, but it was cool to see hockey like thriving in the Southwest like that. So that's my little spiel on that no i'll jump on that that's exactly what you want in in tempe and that's what you hope to have one of the things they had is they were successful and they were winning and they're in the playoffs i think coyotes will need to have that but if you get that in tempe yeah i think there's going to be ownership by that community i really do and i think that you see it when you go to a lot of these markets that have the arenas downtown you see it in san jose it's it's shark after shark after shark on, on all the shops i think you're going to get that in tempe but i also think they're going to have to be decent they're going to have to be a a good hockey team and once they're competing for the playoff spot and they're in the ted and they're a part of the tempe community i really think tempe is going to buy into this and i think you're going to see that i think you're going to see the jerseys around town and the signs around town and the flags and i really think it's going to be part of the tempe community we're just not there yet 
and yeah. we got to get that vote done too. So yeah, and Austin Matthews has to sign his contract. Boy, can you imagine? I think they're going to name Thompson. If they do, could we do that at the corner of Matthews and Thompson? Yeah. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the arena? Yeah, corner of Matthews and Thompson. One year after they they draft Braden Yeager. Oh, Six Craig! Pick in the draft. Oh boy, did I go back to that? Oh, it's hard not to be negative at eleven twenty at night yeah. after a five-two loss. I don't know if I'll care loss. though, because we'll be in Nashville, and so I don't know if I'll care. It, it, like, it, it, we could pick. I don't know. Pete, where's Petey? They're they're ready to pick. I think he's at Tootsie's. <laughs> <laughs> Petey, God, we need your breakdown. Yeah, where's the breakdown? No, we haven't seen him since yesterday. Yeah. Um, well, on that note, let's take a look at the uh, the standings from tonight because Anaheim lost, Chicago lost, so at least the Coyotes kept up with the pace and lost. And blatantly assigned brings up a good point because everyone throws it in my face when ASU basketball does well. ASU basketball had a horrible night tonight, and uh, I just want to throw that out there because it brought me a little bit of joy. Yeah, how'd that ASU show about tonight? Whoops. Yeah. Exactly. And Sean is not here. So um, he had to. Endure. I literally gave him, I said, because he texted me, like, do you want me to produce your show or should I be on ASU? I was like, well, which would you rather do? He's like, oh, no, I like, I want to be on ASU. And I wanted to text him, like, are you sure you made the right choice? Because you could have been here with our, like, I don't know how many losses it's been now. How many losses is this for the Coyotes? I don't know. <laughs> this is old hat for us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's take a look at the upcoming schedule for the coyotes and i didn't realize the week that they had like i i'm so focused on you know getting through friday and then the christmas break but then you have colorado next tuesday toronto next thursday i mean that's an automatic dub Um, and then heading to florida on new year's eve for a three o'clock game hey we love that here after this week of 8 p.m and 7 30 p.m but tough schedule ahead however Colorado banged up. Toronto, always a dub, like we said, and then uh, off to back to the East Coast for the Yotes into the new year. Yeah, they'll get yeah. to play the Florida Panthers on that trip too. Who, PD? I think you said this at the beginning of the season might not uh, accomplish what they accomplished last season. They're scuffling yeah. a bit, so yeah. yeah. I mean, do I, I see a win there? No. But on that it, week, what about Toronto? They always beat well, Toronto. No, yeah, Toronto's a win. That's automatic. I mean, that's the for, honestly that is a given. Since what? What year, Craig? Like it's it's been two thousand two or something. Oh, they, they've won like forty seven straight against. The- <laughs> I, 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 I think we're just yeah, just yeah. over forty straight consecutive <laughs> wins against the Leafs. Yeah, that you, honestly, you might as well take that. I would put that as a money line right now. Money line Yotes over Toronto. I would take Austin Matthews anytime score, but I do like. Like the Yotes over Toronto. That's a tough week. And then that travel again, it's, it's, you think they had that 14 game road trip and then they have a game where they're on the road every week. It's like they're home for two, then they're one and then home for three and then one. And then like, let them be home for two weeks. Let them get back their bearings back. Let's get them their bodies and minds back in shape. And now, no, let's you know what? Not just let's send them to the East coast again. Let's really screw with them. Let's let them play at five o'clock local start. Like, what the hell is that? They're going to play 3 o'clock in the afternoon body time after getting there because they can't fly two days ahead because there's a game. I ooh, That that Tampa Bay game could be tough. Oof. Yeah, I, I don't They're know. They're playing well, too, right now. Yeah. yeah, and that's a tough team in their building on any circumstances. But then you throw in the travel and the day game. I don't like that one for, for Arizona. The schedule makers did them absolutely no favors. 
Yeah, uh, Nick's freaking out that we jinxed it by saying it's a lock, but I think we said that last time too. So oh, we'll, we'll just, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll just we'll just ride the wave. And also, I want to answer Nick's question from earlier. You can find Walking and Talking on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, and you can also find it on the PHNX underscore Coyotes Twitter account. Um, PD, you're doing another Walking and Talking soon, aren't you? There is a rumor that that is happening soon. All right. Well, who will you bless with the? I, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I. Okay, it's a surprise. I don't. I literally I don't Craig know. Craig knows. I think Craig knows. You know what has to happen for you to do a walking and talking? The Coyotes actually have to have a practice, and they I haven't know. had many of those. They're not going to have it tomorrow again. There's another off day. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that leaves what day is tomorrow? I honestly Thursday. don't know. Thursday. Thursday? So that it's leaves the day Friday. laws arrive. That leaves Friday because they're off oh, Saturday, Sunday, ouch. Monday. So it it has to happen Friday because they are taking tomorrow off. So it's got to be Friday's Friday. a game day. Yeah, yeah Friday's a game day. If they skate that morning, I'll sneak it in. Cool. Go. Love it. I'm it's looking forward chance. to it. It'll be my last chance before the break, but if they don't, it, I, I, I'm sorry. It'll have to be the week after. Yeah. Well, lots of chances to see the Coyotes uh, in person over the next week and a half. Obviously, LA on Friday, the Avs game on Tuesday, and the Leafs game on Thursday. The Leafs game especially. Coyotes fans, you got to give the Leafs fans a run for their money. Show up and show out um, and check out Game Time when you buy your tickets. I had a firsthand experience using Game Time in Las Vegas on Monday. I waited till the day of the event. I sat in the upper bowl, but in row B. So like almost as close as you can get. $50 each. Um, and it was so freaking easy. I literally hit two buttons and then I was like, okay, we'll send you your tickets. And then they sent it to me and I walked in and it was so easy. Uh, I had the best experience using game time. So definitely check out game time when you buy your tickets. Cause you'll save up to 60% when you buy them last minute. Um, it, it's, it's the best place. It's the best place to get tickets. So the best way to support us, which I did this on Monday is by using the link below in our description and click the link to when you go to buy your tickets and then let us know what you bought your tickets for. Uh, we love to hear. We've heard nothing but great feedback about people using game time. And then another thing I missed out, this is something I missed while I was gone is uh, our more furniture furniture at the studio. We were home tonight, so didn't get to sit in the recliners. Hope the ASU guys needed to relax watching that one in studio tonight. So I'm glad they got to have that. Glad they got to have their post game show in those comfortable chairs. Um, and if you need some holiday gift ideas for yourself, or if you just want to treat yourself, like a lot of there's a lot about giving others gifts, but like treat yourself too. And if you're looking to add some more more furniture that wasn't even intentional <laughs> to your collection definitely check out more furniture right now they have a holiday clearance event happening where you can save up to 50 percent off at morefurniture.com that's m-o-r furniture and we're about to enter a new year so it's a perfect time to uh redo your a room in your house redo your office you know it's, it's just a great time so check out morefurniture.com anything else Yep. I know Craig has been asleep for the last uh, 45 minutes, oh, so <laughs> I'm, kidding. One more thing. I'm kidding, Craig. <laughs> I got one more thing. Okay. Phil Kessel. Yeah, baby. Is the streak, streak going to end soon? You guys, did yeah. you see that, that quote? Did you see that quote? Yeah, yeah the, quote, the coach is basically saying you're not I like. I didn't understand. Wrong, you know? I didn't understand the quote because it was like so much coach speak. I, it like went right over It basically means he doesn't defend. He doesn't defend. He doesn't back check. He only looking for offense. He doesn't play in the defensive side of the ice. And that's kind of what it said. He only plays uh, from the blue line in. 
that's basically I mean, what Cassidy's trying to say. He doesn't uh, work at the defensive side. So yeah, I think dropping they, him down too is about matchups, right? Like you said, those those, those top guys are going to play against top players. So yeah, he can't he can't be out <laughs> there against the top player. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was uh, I looked at his game logs. Um, he's been under eleven minutes eight times this season in ice time. This was the first time this month, uh, and obviously they demoted him, so you expected that sort of. But I, yeah, I, I wonder too, like how we wondered about this all along. How long would be- Vegas be patient with him? We figured he'd get the record. I think he's now played what a thousand seventeen consecutive games. There's really nothing to be gained by keeping him in the lineup if you think he's he's not giving you anything. And honestly, like if you look at his possession stats, they're really bad, and and he's being put in a lot of advantageous situations to try and take advantage of what skill he has left. He's being, you know, was playing with the right players, still not producing, still not getting it done. So I wonder when, when the time. Yeah, comes. I think it's, I think we, it's close. And we saw it happen with Keith Yandel too, finally. Um, and I, I, I agree with you and he hit the thousand benchmark, you know, he got to set that record. He'll probably hold that record. If, if not forever, then for a very, very long time. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's only he's only getting older. So and and a lot of comments here in the chat too about Tyson Nash kind of <laughs> ripping Kessel on, on the broadcast a little bit tonight still uh, over him not how you know thinking left, yeah. yeah how he left and him not thinking the coyotes, but um yeah, it's it's an interesting one, one that we'll keep tabs on for sure because Phil Kessel was, you know, a part of this organization for quite a while there as well. Um, all right. Well, we have a request to see the punch card. So let's see it before we head out here. Almost halfway across this line. We already have a win, but maybe we'll get another one with the Leafs game. Uh, chipping away at it about a third of the way to Nashville. Let's go. Wow. And uh, Coyotes lose tonight. One step closer. Got to gotta go for the – if you're not – at this point, like, I'm not even trying to have Anaheim win because they're just so bad. Like, forget about I Anaheim. Know. Let's just get that number two spot, <laughs> that yeah. uh, 31st. I don't know, Take guys. I, Anaheim might, might figure it out at some point here. They did win a couple games, and maybe, maybe, maybe they'll figure it out and climb past. You hope that, like – but there's, there's five teams in it now. There's five teams in this mix. San Jose is in the mix. Columbus is obviously in the mix. And then the Blackhawks, I'm – I've already decided that they're going to finish with the worst record in the league. And they're going to get the pick, too. It's just that's the way it is. Get Kane's started. getting ready. Kane's Don't getting get ready to started. go. So they got to get another first. Over no, pick. Craig that's already cool. had his Chicago uh, rant on yesterday's. But you know what, though, Craig, if you gave the Coyotes Soderblom and you gave Chicago Blackhawks Bamelka, they would be in much different places right now. It's true. It's true. That's but. very true. I but see a lot don't. of other problems with the Blackhawks. And then you're yeah, right. Like sure. once Patrick Kane's gone, oof. Oh boy. Huh? That's gonna be one ugly team. Yeah. Yeah. Don't so. don't reward them, NHL. Don't reward them. Don't do it. It's not gonna be a good look. It's not gonna be a good look. Oh yeah. Well, we still have a lot of season left, and uh, of course we'll be there with you no matter what happens. Five days a week, post-game shows, audio shows. So be sure to be subscribed to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel where we'll be live Friday for a post-game show uh, after the LA Kings game. And also, if you make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to audio. I saw a comment earlier about our podcast being on Spotify. Whatever audio 
platform you listen to podcasts on, our podcast is there. So Apple, Spotify, you can find it both there on Apple. It would mean a lot if you can leave us a review um, with stars and a comment. It really means a lot to us and helps us and and subscribe because we have audio only episodes multiple times a week and you don't want to miss those. They're really really great. And we'll have another one for you coming sometime tomorrow. So stay tuned for that as well. And also be sure to follow PGNX Sports across all social platforms. A lot of Arizona sports news with the Cardinals and the Suns, just always something going on. So you don't want to miss a thing. PGNX Sports on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. And of course, follow us on Twitter at PGNX underscore Coyotes. You can follow each of us. I'm at Leah Merrill at S. Peter Taki, at Craig S. Morgan, and Sean, at Sean underscore DePaz. You can go comfort him after ASU's brutal loss tonight. I just had to throw that out there. Um, but everybody in the chat, thank you so much for joining us uh, on another PHNX Coyotes After Dark. And we'll talk to you all soon. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom... Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.